Welcome to the Lakes United We Stand podcast, brought to you in association with Betfred. Fred Doan is the, well, he opened his first shop in Salford in 1967 and he's a, a big United fan. It's a beautiful day here in Manchester, ahead of United against Ammonia Nicosia. There's a few hours to kick off, people are walking into the stadium, quite a lot of exec fans, quite a lot of Ammonia Nicosia fans around as well. Uh, they've been in central Manchester, singing in outside Sinclair's in the Mighty Tavern and yeah, it's, it's Europa League it's only the Europa League but feels alright I just worked out that United have played 10 games so far this season competitive games won 7 lost 3 so could be a lot lot worse just bumped into a familiar voice with you lot rather than face uh, Binzi how are you feeling about United alright Andy how are you doing <laughs> yeah I, I, I like the manager you like the manager? Yeah, I like what I'm he's sure doing. sure he'll be pleased to hear that, Binzi. You let him know. Okay. What do you, what do you like about him? No nonsense. He's not afraid to make a decision, is he? Drop Maguire, Shaw, whatever. Get him off. They're not... Just need him to get a goalkeeper now. You're not convinced by De Gea? No, no. That, he should have had that. that against Everton, that, he should have... Nah, he's not for me now. He's He's been here too. He's, no. Time to move on. What was Everton away like in the mid eighties? <laughs> Stop it! You know what it was like. <laughs> was that was that one of the worst grounds to go to? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. What, what was the worst one? We, we, did, we interviewed last year Brian Robson, and he said there was a game, FA Cup semi final against Liverpool at Everton. Yeah. And his wife wanted to go, and he said you can't go; it's too dangerous because. There were golf balls with nails in them being thrown between yeah. rival fans. I, I, was that the two-all one? I got a yeah, it was. I got arrested there. Did you? Yeah. What? What for? Just political reasons or? <laughs> Had a disagreement with a gang of Everton supporters. How did it come about? What happened? <laughs> well, they were trying to attack us as we were entering the stadium. Yeah. Which part of the stadium were you going into? The Bullens Road. Right. Yeah. The oh, it was section. fucking. Yeah. Hey, it was naughty that day. Right, I believe it. In the day it was, but yeah. I, did, I missed it after the game because I was in the police station. Right. Spending. <laughs> so they attacked you. Yeah. And what did you do? Uh, we defended ourselves quite well. Yeah. And then uh, police officers, I didn't see them because they came from behind and pinned me to the floor. Right. How many of them were there? There was a few. Yeah. They needed them as well because there was only a few of us. Yeah. Yeah. A good, a good lot of you. Yeah, yeah. Not though. No, not. It was early on in the day. It was about one o'clock. And you were just like stood outside the ground reading the program, yeah. minding your own business. Correct. And you were attacked. You know, yeah. You know what them scousers are like, Andy. So you got put into a police van. Took to Lower Lane Police Station. The other, one of them was full, so they put us all in another one. And what did you do at Lower Lane Police Station? Just put us in the cell. They separated us. L- Liverpool fans in one cell and us Could in another. Could you see the other them and, or hear them? No, no. no How many no. United were in there? Well, once you're in the police station, you're not going to start causing commotion. You want to get out of there, Andy, not stay there. So, uh, what happened then? Just got released. After how long? After the game. Right, so you missed the match. Yeah. Could you hear the game going on? Were you getting no, updates? No, but they on? Could, yeah, we were getting updates. The, the you know police I mean? officers were saying Yeah, yeah. yeah. They equalised, didn't they, late yeah. on, Liverpool? Yeah. And we beat them at Main Road. Yes. Robbo. Robbo. That, yeah, that, great. That, that, I think, is his favourite goal. 
for Brilliant. United. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Nearly tore the roof off the net. Yeah, he said he felt, I think, Ronnie Whelan closing down on him and he just let rip in front of the flat lane. So you didn't put you off going to Everton again? No, we, we, you know the score, Andy. You know the people now. Some of them are no longer with us. Yeah. So, Ammonia Nicosia, how are you feeling about this? It should be, it should be 5-0, but we cannot keep a clean sheet, so... It'll probably be 3-4-1 or something. Hopefully. Kept clean sheets at uh, Southampton. At Leicester. All right. Not in the derby. <laughs> when did you watch the derby? I didn't. Right. <laughs> no, once you get, what's the point in watching that? Met a load of your old mates from Hardwick in uh, Moldova and then again in Cyprus. Yeah. Who go everywhere, your sort of age, the, yeah. the just landlords been in public yeah, houses, yeah, the great lads. Yeah, they were just there before. Great lads. Reds go everywhere. But um, yeah, I preferred it when Cantona was here because never, we, we never got beat when Cantona played against them, did we? Did we get to the south end? Okay. Should we go this way or this way? The, the, the south, south stand is that way. Where are you from? Louisiana. Louisiana. We're recording a Manchester United podcast. Whereabouts in Louisiana are you from? I'm right, I'm right outside Baton Rouge. Okay. So Baton Rouge, Louisiana, all three of you. And how long have, is this your first time at Old Trafford? Oh, it is. And you're Manchester United fans? This one right here. Why do you support Manchester United? What got you interested? When I was young, about 10, the first uh, football match I really watched was the 08 Champions League final when United played Chelsea and they went to penalties it was just fantastic we were there in moscow two <laughs> o'clock in the morning in the stadium in the rain so you were watching in baton rouge yes and you that got you hooked on manchester united well i was already a fan and yeah. watching but that solidified it yeah that was the moment where i was just whatever chemicals released in the brain that said this is my team for the rest of my life all hit at once it was a giant rush and nothing's can really replicate it are there any other um, Manchester United fans in Baton Rouge? I was in Chicago two weeks ago and I watched the Manchester derby with the Chicago Reds, but that's obviously a much bigger city. No, nothing quite like that. Uh, Just you? Me and a few friends. There's no, no enclave where you can go and reliably once a week everyone will be there regardless of who's playing. Nothing like that at, back home. Tell us about Louisiana. Should we visit? <laughs> Uh, it's I, I very can, hot. I can see the tourism authority have not paid you to. Uh, no, it's it's quite hot. New Orleans is our only tourist city, and it's it's very crazy. It hasn't quite recovered since New Orleans since uh, Hurricane yeah. Katrina. Okay, so why did you choose Ammonia Nicosia uh, for Manchester United? This fell in perfectly with uh, my wife's schedule. She's a teacher. Okay, she had to have time off to be able to come. And this is the only week of the year we could really come. This is the only real home game other than Sunday, but we'd have to be back for work Monday. And when did you arrive in Manchester? This morning. <laughs> um, obviously, it's been a beautiful sunny day. It's, it's always like this in Manchester. What are your first impressions of this city? Uh, I think Manchester is beautiful. We've been in London for the last few days. Uh, I'm not good at converting the Fahrenheit to Celsius. I don't know if you are, but when I left Louisiana, it was 90 Fahrenheit. So this is sweater weather. It's wonderful. Um, okay, and then he's just down there. Just down there. Yeah, just down there. 20 meters, he's there, Stuart. We're staying right by St. Paul's, and the away team, they took over the entire square, and, and your local police had to help us get out of the situation. <laughs> Today? Today. Yes. I have a video. So I've just 
posted a video of the Ammonia fans. They're very good fans. We were in Cyprus last oh, week. We felt completely safe with them, but the police did have to say, hey, y'all look a little out of place here and <laughs> well, did, point us in the opposite direction. So your first impressions of Manchester are quite I think it's positive. fabulous. I come from a big American football town. I went to LSU, Louisiana State University. We're yeah. big American football, and then we have the New Orleans Saints. So yeah. we're used to um, the excitement. And Louisiana, is it famous for shrimps, or I've got the wrong state well, there? Well, seafood, Craig, crawfish. Seafood, okay. Okay. seafood but yeah, crawfish, that's yeah. That's it. Gumbo, shrimp creole, jambalaya. Oh, my goodness, you can't I touch no it. Idea why so I that's know the that problem piece is of information. we are one of the highest states in obesity because what we do right is food. Right. As far as everything else, we're trying really hard to do better. Well, you're all super slim, aren't you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he may just, be, but I'm always just ready make, for a tough winter. You need to try some uh, fish and chips. We just had some at yeah. Old Trafford? Wait, uh, what was the, the bar? Pub. The Straight pub. there on the right. The, the old, not the Old Trafford. The, the Trafford, the Bishop Lays. Bishop. Bit, yes. What did you think? Oh, it was magical. Yeah? It was it's really quite- the first time we've ever gotten a really taste of, like, the unity of the uni- uh, Manchester spirit with all the song being uh, breaking out. I mean, it was just one by far one of the most magical things I've gotten to see- sit there in a long time. Well, it's lovely to meet you all. Can we have a score prediction for tonight? Yeah. That's on you, Patrick. Yeah. Two to nothing, United. Rashford, Forza. Ronaldo. Oh. Go on, a prediction. Um, I don't know. They played them tough last week from what I hear. Yeah. But they need it to win. Um, I'm going 4-3. Okay. 3-1. to one. Okay. Thank you. Okay, let's get going. Simon, do you want to start? What are your thoughts on the win, the performance, and perhaps even the amount of goalkeepers? The last one? The goalkeeper as well. What yeah. What are your thoughts on the I said, well done. <laughs> he had many, many saves. Uh, so many to be clear goals were not in, so he kept them in the game. So I would say uh, the performance till the box was good, uh, but then the finishing, yeah, of course, was not was not that good. And let's hope that we save the goals for uh, for coming week. Uh, for, uh, yeah, first of all, I want to put the Marcus closer uh, with Ronnie uh, to give him more more support and also to get. Um, uh, a different variation on the right wing. Uh, they have to adapt to more a midfield player like Bruno is than a typical winger. And in that cooperation, to, to, uh, they are adapted uh, um, for 60 minutes uh, on Anthony and Jogo. Then with Bruno and with Jogo, you get a different variation uh, what they have to, to adapt to. And that is, uh, try to, uh, to bring uh, an impact, you bring an impulse in the game, that was the idea, and uh, obviously also with, with uh, Marcus had more box, box entrance. What you see is that we, um, in, in every game, uh, except the game against Brentford, we score. And um, so in this team there's a lot of uh, creativity and scoring capabilities. So um, sometimes you have a night, it will not succeed. And some players had, the, today was the night, but what the cool thing is, and I have to graduate the team for that, they keep going and they don't give up. They keep believing in the, in the score and in the end they get rewarded. And that is the way how you have to do it. But have you had a, have you had a night as a manager like that before where you've, you've dominated for so long and made so many chances? Oh yeah, I had. Uh, 
uh, unluckily I had many more from from those nights. I had where you you play well, you create chances, uh, but you don't net. And but finally, of course, it's football is about scoring goals and avoid them. <laughs> Post-match after Manchester United have laid siege to Ammonia Nicosia's goal and won by one goal to nil. Um, with me I've got the lads that sell the mags, Stu Edwards, James and John Ashton. Um, lads, um, pretty, I'm only, I think it was 25 shots United had. Um, good to come away with a 1-0 win. Yeah, so someone said to me before the game that you know I was going to do the podcast tonight because we've not done one for a while and obviously we're playing reasonably well. Um, which isn't usually my forte, so obviously the lads, the lads responded well for us tonight, so we can have a bit of a moan. But um, it's about getting three points. The whole competition's a bit of a, you know, a bit of a damp squib in it. Um, we should have won the game comfortably. I think if we'd scored earlier, the floodgates would have opened. Uh, but for some usual um, poor finishing, um, you know, we've had to we've had to hang on to the last minute. But we've got the points. That's all that really matters. But it's not going to be a game that lives long in the memory, is it? No, James, are you half glass full or half empty? Um, glass falls to a point because it's the Europa League and no one's going to remember this game in six months time if United win it because there was a lot of games like this under Mourinho especially against teams like Rostov and obscure teams that United played in the group stages but they won How the competition <laughs> boring <laughs> to a point how do you remember this? Um, yeah we won't exactly yeah. <laughs> I remember it yeah because it was fucking awful uh, second half yeah we had 80% probably possession but I just it just astounds me just the amount of Attempt, but poor finishing. Let's be honest. The keeper probably made two good saves in the all match. The rest were either straight at him or just, just slash wide. It's just what, what are we doing? So you're half empty, and then you weren't I'm bouncing not, out of the ground I'm, on the way to Budapest. I, I, was, I wasn't bouncing out of the ground because I've left when it was nil nil. So I still think we've drawn nil nil. It was, <laughs> was half empty after the new camp morning. We not won the league cup. <laughs> no, I mean, is it? How, how much do we read into it, and how much do we worry? Because like, like John alluded to there is um, some pretty bad finishing there and I mean my my take on it is that I, I thought we just really lack composure it's like every time we get the ball you know it's like we're not the best team it's like we have to pass forward really quickly and, yeah, well, that, yeah there was. Panic, the, I, I was thinking yeah. that I thought the exact same in the first half there's a few times when he was all sort of just them, they're not even proper crosses they were just sort of floated balls towards yeah. air you know and, and, and they were never really really threatening and, and I was the same as you I thought just keep the ball for a little bit longer um, what, one good sign perhaps is the fact that we, we've got a bit more control on games than we've had for a while um, but I still do we've said it since the start of the season I still have concerns about, about our forward line and, and whether they're going to get enough goals for us to challenge because you, you can't realistically see any of them scoring more than 10 to 12 goals in the season you know and it's not going to be enough you need to be you know if you've not got a 30 goal a season man you need to have four players chipping in with 20 and I don't really see that happening Rashford potentially um, you know on another day he could have scored an hat-trick tonight and he hit the target at least a few times If even if his finishing should have been better but you know Ronaldo we're not going to go into that one again but yeah <laughs> I, I just you know Anthony flatters to this you know, he's got three nice goals but his performances perhaps don't back up these statistics at the minute um, but I, I think it, it, we've got a platform to work on and it, it's good that you know Casemiro I thought was another plus today um, I've, I've been a bit of a critic of him since he's come I've not really seen but he's, he's got better and better and I thought he controlled the game quite well today um, but again Fernandez, another one who's getting involved and dictating play but he seems to have lost his, his shooting boots a little bit as that, well I definitely want to speak about him for, um, for sure James um, player performances what what 
impressed, what disappointed? I think, well, obviously McTominay got the goal, but I thought he squandered a good chance as well before that. And I think for me, especially after that, I thought it's not going to happen, this is it. And I think the frustrating thing, like you were saying, was United were getting into positions where they should have been taking the chances. There was a couple of chances, especially in the first half. I think was it Fred that had a free header that just put it over the yeah, bar. Just like just sloppy, like you know, and especially against teams like that, you can get away with that. But the play like that against Newcastle on Sunday, and they've got five or six chances, they're not going to be able to just keep on doing that. Well, that's the thing. I think the thing with the game is that if one of them chances goes in after 20 minutes, you come away today and say United won five 0 and you'd be that pleased. It would have been literally would have been one of them. I think once you got the first goal, they, they, they like caved you in. Think that. No, they would. I think. They would, I think they would. It, as much as the same way they did last week. Once you get that first goal, and you get a bit of momentum. You just you just start labouring and start labouring and yeah it's 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 still you know Solskjaer used to get panned for those so we're still we're still better counter attacking than we are yeah. closing teams down and it, it's not really changed that much from from what we've seen over the past few years we've we've got players suited to counter attacking football and not really many players who can can unlock the door with that piece of magic or you know one chance and it's in the back of the net. Stuart player performances. Sixes and sevens for me. Uh, I, I, second half, obviously, we were, we were better, but they were they you know they sat in. You can't blame them for sitting in. You know, massive game for them. Fans, you know, fans were good. So you can't you can't blame them for sitting in and wasting time. The keeper nearly got booked, so fair play to them. Um, but yeah, there was no one I would give more than a six or seven performance-wise. And like you just mentioned a few other players. You know, Anthony again, not great coming inside, not really connecting well with Delo. So he's trying to get on that left foot, isn't he? I yeah, think, think, it's uh, pretty obvious, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you could come on to Bruno because I said the same thing in the ground tonight to me, mate. Compare, obviously, you can't compare him to De Bruyne, but that, that, that position of where he's meant to be playing and going back to you know two or three years ago when he joined us, you know, everything he touched was gold, wasn't it? Yeah. And even the likes of Udegaard at Arsenal, he, you know, for what they've paid for him, he's just been a revelation, hasn't he? I think Fernandez's all-round game was built was okay, but he's just in front of goal. He's just suddenly snatching at everything. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, like he's, he's ping, yeah, just. I think that's um, a, a, a reflection of his game as a whole because I, you know, I see him getting passes. And it's like, why are you being, why, you, why are you getting rid it's of it so erratic. quick? Yeah, yeah, I think he's the one like, player who's yeah. given like a license from the manager to say, try anything you want, and it doesn't matter if you lose it because he does lose it a lot, doesn't he? See, see I think the last couple of games, though, we've not seen as much of that of where he's, he's playing and daft balls. Sometimes he's been a bit more conservative. But my, my biggest gripe with him is, is like I said, he, even when he's scoring penalties and everything else, he was still scoring goals as well. Yeah. He's scoring goals from outside the box, getting in the box late. But he just seems to be snatching at everything that comes near and he's not even hitting the target with him. No, well, he's not even coming close to it in the target. One that's definitely true is when it's pulled back and he keeps putting yeah. him over the bar, uh, doesn't yeah, it? It's yeah. like they were going in the bottom corner but, like two yeah. years ago. It's just it? a lack yeah. of composure from him. And, yeah. and um, yeah, maybe he could be another one that if he gets a goal or two, it's things will change. Again, like you said, just about the front players, we're nowhere near scoring like 70, 80 goals this season as a team. We're nowhere near it. So again, we're still missing. The midfield is chipping in. Ericsson doesn't. Well, Eri Ericsson, like Ericsson scores 15 a season. Yeah, so I, I no, he? he's another one. He's, he's not really comfortable. Fred, but somebody might yet. get five each. So before you know it, that's, you know you, you're in minus. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, Fred's actually another one I wanted to speak about because he's he's been out of the team for a bit now. I mean, I mean, I know he's come on um, in games and started the odd one, but you know he's had to. You expect him. You know he's coming at, coming in fresh. You know um, a lot to prove. You expect a lot better than what we've seen off him tonight, don't you? Yeah, he's a, you don't really see what what because I've I've never thought of Fred as a defensive midfielder. And you you thinking you're hearing all the stuff. I don't watch much of Brazil, but you're hearing all the stuff about when he plays with Casemiro and gets a bit fit. And he was given that license to play a little bit further forward today. Yeah. But 
Um, if you're in over, you're playing Ammonia Nicosia, yeah. you're going to sit back, you're thinking, I'm rubbing my hands here because well, I, can, I can make a point, you know. He's another player, though, he's, he's, it's not really a nice straight to have as a footballer, but he seems to be someone who's better without the ball than he is with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he might be good in that further role against a team who's going to have a bit more possession where you can just be in a bit of a nuisance, but when you've got to dictate the play and you've got to be the one who can pick a pass, I don't think he was the right choice for that particular role. Ericsson would be the obvious choice, but, I mean, he's... he's he was, he was clinically dead about 14 months ago and now he's plays seems to play every single trying to kill him yeah, yeah exactly. more so, so now so he, 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 did, he did warrant a rest but um, I think we did miss him a little bit tonight the bottom line is you know we've, we've struggled let's be honest breaking down a, a team from the Cypriot League yeah definitely I mean 25 shots in bad is it you'd have took that at the start of the night yeah, but, but but again there's just no it, for me it was um, if I was to sum it up it simply it'd be erratic. just really lacking erratic. composure yeah, yeah. it was yeah. exactly yeah. what we said it's like, yeah. like Stuart said though 25 shots but you wouldn't come away from there and say oh their goalie's had a blinder tonight would you you know he's not really done anything I've, I've not seen the goal back I've not seen, he didn't do anything where he thought you shouldn't save that um, yeah, we'll do man in the match performance at the end. Um, but I just want to talk about the group. Um, I mean, it's, it's more and more looking like we're not going to get anything unless we beat Real Sociedad yeah, away. Is it? We're, we're in, well, not nothing. We're going to finish second, and we're going to be in that playoff round. One of the big boys yeah. in the Champions League. Well, isn't it? Well, isn't, well, it's an extra round. It, it, it depends. Yeah. It depends if, if United want to win the Europa League, then that's another another two games we've got to play, and there's no guarantee they get like a Barcelona or someone like that. It could go out straight away. So. <laughs> If, you, if you're going to take this competition seriously, you don't want more fixture congestion as well. You want to finish top and get someone else that's finishing second, like an easier team, then you can focus on it then. Because like before, when United have been in the Champions League and have dropped into it, and they've lost to teams like uh, Athletic Club before, under Bielsa who just played United off the pitch, there's, there's good teams that are going to be in the Europa League, as we found out before with Sevilla and stuff. So it's, it's not a foregone conclusion. Yeah, these that, you know, even then, you know, Sheriff beat Real Madrid last season. They're, they're, and even tonight, United are a much better team than some of these these sides are. But it's their cup final. They're going to be up for it yeah, every I'll single time. In Juventus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a completely different competition, yeah. Yeah, so um, is it actually the case that we definitely get. Um, no, third. So we get third in a Champions League team. Is that right? If you come second, so yeah. so if you win the group, you go through to the last sixteen. If you come second, you play against a Champions League third place team, and the winner of that goes into the last sixteen with the group winner. So you've so basically got an extra tie. But then, yeah. then by the same rule, you're saying so if you've got to beat Sheriff at home and Sociedad away to, to win the group. That shouldn't be beyond United. Um, we beat Sociedad four 0 away, didn't we, a couple of years ago? So that penalty's looking really more and more annoying in that Sociedad game. Because you wouldn't expect Sociedad to slip up in in Cyprus uh, in a couple of weeks, would you? No, definitely not. Okay. Um, I mean, in terms of league, we've got Newcastle Sunday. A couple of really big Premier League games ahead of the world before the World Cup coming up. It's um, it's time to really see where we are because I don't. I think people have really not. You know, the results have been quite good, haven't we? I think apart from the City and and the the Sociedad um, games, we've won eight of the last ten or something. So the results have been okay. Um, personally, I think it will suit United to play against sides like that because. Well, as we've just been talking, it, it, we still seem a bit better when we've got a bit of space and a bit of counter-attacking. So it might, it may be that we'll probably take nine point, seven to nine points out of them games and then slip up against a, a lesser side as we've we've done so often in the past. But it's going to be a good, a good sort of. You're going to be able to measure where we actually are as a team, I think, after those three games. Spurs are frustrating to play against yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think, like you were saying, the fact that there's in such a short amount of time. I think it didn't help anyone that United didn't play Leeds before because then that would have just given them the, the momentum to push on and especially 
you know, with the other games being pushed back in the City game, I thought as well was a bit of a, you know, obviously wasn't a great performance from United, but because there was that break in between, there was more of a focus on it. So I think if United can get a result against Spurs and against Newcastle, it's going to look a bit more positive. But I think it's good in a way that if United lose to Newcastle, they can just push on and play Spurs straight away because there was a thing with the Sheriff game, it was such a big gap after that that it almost lingered on the team a bit, which is, I think, why they struggled a bit. Stuart, not a question everybody likes, but would you take four points from them two? I'd take two, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Uh, what have Newcastle got to be scared of coming Sunday? Spurs have dicked us the last two two seasons, haven't they, at Old Trafford? Can no, be... We beat Spurs, Oh, year before, sorry. Year before, sorry. Yeah. Won it, yeah. But, but Newcastle, you know, on me up, aren't they? You know, invested quite well. What have I got to be scared coming to Old Trafford on Sunday about? What have United got to be scared of Newcastle? Well, we'll have this conversation at four o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, four, I, I definitely, I would take four points. That's sad to say. I think one worrying thing for me about tonight is, is we've drawn a lot of games last year against lower sides. You're like your Watfords. Um, I remember that at home. That was appalling. Yeah, yeah. And if, they're gonna, if we're going to get teams coming sitting in, they'll have got a lot of encouragement tonight, won't they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's still the blueprint for how to play against United. But then on the other thing as well, you think, if you do have a go at us, teams have also proved that we, we're vulnerable as well. Um, you know, even there was a couple of occasions today where if they're a bit more up top, you know, you, you, you've got a chance against us. On another day, like I said, the goals are going to go in. You know, you're going to have one of them games where everything you've, you hit flies in the net. And I think we need one of them games where you just... You're a bit more ruthless in front of goal, and it's just not happening. Bruno's just scored tonight. Just, just getting. Yeah, off the mark. it'd be yeah. another yeah. one. Yeah. Skipping to the Spurs game, obviously, I'm just worried about obviously who's going to partner Martinez, and it's going to be probably Lindelof, isn't it? You know, Varane's still missing, isn't he? I mean, they, they didn't play bad, but they didn't have anything to do. No, Lindelof's not a bad defender on the ground; it's just but, in the air. But against Kane and Son, yeah. it's a different category, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. Do you remember the Huddersfield game? We just got absolutely bullied <laughs> under Mourinho. Big boot downfield. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. one of them. I don't think there's anything to be scared of, but it's what I think we need because I, I still couldn't really tell you how good this United team is right now. Mm. I don't know whether we're good or terrible, or whether we're somewhere in. And the truth is, we probably are somewhere in the middle where um, we'll, we're going to win some games and lose some. Um, you know, you, yeah. you, you would take you would take just finishing in the top four and a good cup run and it's going to be like that in it for a few years on the Ten Hag because I think this is the thing this squad is still quite young with a lot of the players in there it's it's too but unrealistic the younger too, it's, yeah, it was, it's too unrealistic to expect United to finish second or third this season yeah. like you know right we're going to wrap it up because I've just noticed Stuart's son's watching the highlights in the car on it on her end want to get into what to watch him with him yeah, yeah. yeah they finished <laughs> let's, let's, just, just finished now let's yeah. do, let's do a man of the match John Um I've, I've given him enough grief over the last few weeks so I'm going to go with Casemiro I thought he, he played quite well no oh, god no <laughs> their goalkeeper their goalkeeper yeah we don't do that we only do United come on we need, uh, we need it on the um, official United we stand uh, player of the season yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, we'll give, I'll give, give it to Casemiro yeah. as well Casemiro not having much choice really but yeah I'm going to have to agree because it's so difficult but he's, a, he's only a 7 I'm, I'm trying to think I'm, that's I'm, what I mean I'm bloody struggling yeah um, I'll probably go with Casemiro too. Yeah, what yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. This? No, no, probably not. No. By default, though. Yeah, yeah. Can't <laughs> think of many of us. No, thanks everybody that bought the mag. Um, it was on sale tonight. Um, it's also on sale on Sunday. Um, these Europa League games do um, tend to get a, a, a bit of a different crowd, so do affect sales. So if you're around on Sunday, make sure you buy it. Um, then the last game it will be on sale will be against Spurs. <laughs> Before a new one, um, a week on Sunday. Is it a week on Sunday? West Ham, yeah. Home to West Ham. Yeah. At home to West Ham, yeah. So, yeah, cheers to everybody and um, thanks for listening. Carabao. Yeah, cheers.
So that's it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll have another podcast on Sunday after the Newcastle game at Old Trafford. The new United We Stand went on sale against Ammonia. You can download it now or you can buy it in news agents around the UK and some in uh, Republic of Ireland as well. And we'll have that mag on sale before Newcastle and also Tottenham next week. Until next time, goodbye.